Okay, guys, we're going to pick up on that Ted Zion Amad Aleph. Here we go. We're continuing with the Rebbe Akiva, right? Rebbe Akiva was able to get through the Pardes for Shalom. So the Gemara says, Mai Darash. So if you look at the Rash here at the top, Mai Darash, he says, Mehechan Hevin Makom Hashchina, Shinizhar Shalola Hatzitsham. Like from where did he re- like understand where the Shchina precisely would be so he would know not to peek? Inami, alternatively, Or at least not to make a mistake. Like, there is either something wrong with, like, just inherently, like, seeing too much, and that Verbi was able to avoid that, or he saw a lot, he saw everything, but he still had a different perspective. Kumar says, Amar Amar Yochanan, it says, It says, in, uh, like, and you are, or he came, really, to Atah, he came from the myriads of the holy myriads, right? The Meribo is like 10,000. Here's an interpretation. There's a sign on his, among his myriads, among his rivavot of angels, among Hashem's. And I guess if you could recognize the sign, then you would be able to be safe. Rabbi Yavoh, Rabbi Yavoh, says a different positive. It says, Dagul Mirivava. Dagul means, like, um, like preeminent above. Like, Dugmahu Mirivava Shalom. He is, like, exemplary. Like, the word example. He's exemplary among the Rivava. So, again, there's, like, some type of indication that he's there. For Ishlakishamar Hashem Svakot Shemo. His name is Hashem Svakot, the Lord of hosts. Adonhu Batsavashalo. He is, like, the Lord over his army or his host, whatever you want, however you want to call it. But again, the point is that you can recognize it. Uh, this is a famous passage from Malachim. Right? Hashem is not found in the wind. Uh, after Ruach, there's a, there's a noise. Hashem is not found there either. After that, there's fire. After the fire, there is a silent uh, sound. And behold, Hashem passes by. So the idea is that if you use that Pasuk, as a guy, you can figure out where Hashem is and how he is, whatever that means, and that he was able to avoid the danger of the parties. Okay, now the Gemara gets into some interesting discussion um, of labeling. Uh, we say six ways. We're going to say, Three ways that demons are like uh, angels, and three ways they're like people. And then we'll see more about people, too. Uh, it's interesting, to sort of like how the Gemara defines like the inherent nature sort of, of some of these things. Ashari, the three things like the angels, Yeshlam Khafayim Kamalachaya Ashari, so the uh the uh demons have wings like the angels, the Tasimi Sofa Lambiat Sofog Malachaya Shari, they fly from one end of the world to the other like the Malachaya Shari, the Yodi Masha Tidli Yoga Malachaya Shari, and they know what's gonna be in the future like Malachaya Shari. Farah says, wait a minute, Yodin Sakadaitach, you think they really know it's in the future? Apparently that's not true. They can't really know it's in the future. Ella Shomin Melchorea Pargod Kamalachaya Shari, they can hear like what's behind the curtain. Like the Malachi Ashari, they know what's going on up there, and that's how they, uh, that's what they're able to do. Okay, so that's the demons and uh, how they're similar to Malachi Ashari. Ushlosha Kamele Adam, three like humans. Ochlim Vashotin Kamele Adam, they eat and drink like people. Parin Viravin Kamele Adam, they multiply, they uh, uh, reproduce like people. Umetim Kamele Adam, and they also die uh, like people. Okay? Uh, I don't think it means in the manner of. I think it just means like similar to the way that the, the, the fact that people die or whatever it is that they have all that thing. Okay, and then we say. Um, so I just lost my place for a second. Um, so they they said about people three like the angels and three like animals. How so? We have like intelligence like them. We walk upright like the malachim. We speak Hebrew like the malachim. 
But then there's Shlosha Gebehema, three words are like animals. Ochlem Veshotim Gebehema, Parim Baravim Gebehema, Motzim Rei Gebehema. We eat and drink like animals, uh, reproduce like animals, and excrete. Like we have excrement like animals. And again, so it's interesting to think like what are like the more like lofty types of things and what are the more base types of things about humans. Interesting to note that several of the uh, qualities we have like animals are the same things that demons have that are co- you know, common to us. But that's the way the Gemara is sort of uh, laying those things. Uh, laying those things out. Okay. Now, now. So we said in the Mishnah that whoever looks at four things, it'd be better that you never come into the world at all. We said like reflecting about like what's above the rakia, below the rakia, uh, before the creation of the world, like in the future, right? So what is it? So Gemara says, It makes sense what comes, what was above, what's below, what came, uh, what came before. Excuse me, right? Does that make sense? Oh no, no, ma- no, malachor means what's after. Excuse me, what's what's afterwards? So lachai, that makes all that makes a lot of sense. Like, don't investigate things that sort of are beyond your capability. But elalifnim, but if it's what came before, sorry, I messed up lachor. But lifnim um, means beforehand. Madahava hava. Why can't we think about that? It already happened. What's wrong with reflecting on history? So Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Lazar, the Amri Tarvayos, they both said the following: Mashal, Mashal of Melech Basar Vadam Shamar Laavadav, Benuli Paltirin Golin Al Hashba. Says, build me. He says to his servants, build me a palace. Build me a palace on a trash heap. Halchu Banula. They went and built it for him. Ein Ritzano Shal Melech Lazkir Sham Ashba. The king doesn't want to mention the trash heap anymore. I mean, now it's a palace. It's a beautiful thing. Let's not mention the history of the bad things. The same way Hashem doesn't want us to mention, like I guess, like the Tohu Vavo or understand that what all the chaos was before the creation. Let's focus on the beauty of this creation and uh, not on the other things. Okay. Similarly, similarly, the Gemara says, "Kol shalo chas al kavu kono ratoi lo shalo ba olam." Somebody who doesn't have proper uh, like respect for Hashem's glory, also better he never be never come to the world. Gemara says, "Mahi, what are we talking about here?" Rabbi Abba Amar Zeham Yisakel Bakeshet. He says, "This is looking at a rainbow." You probably heard the idea before. Maybe looking at a rainbow is not always considered to be such a great idea. So that's from this Gemara. Okay, the Chutiv it says, "Kemar Kemar Eh Hakeshet Asher Yeh Beanan BeYom Agasham Kem." Just like the sight of the rainbow in the cloud on a rainy day, that's really the sight of the like the uh, the light around, which is the vision or image of the glory of Hashem. So the idea is like you're trying to see too much, looking too carefully at the keshed. It's sort of like getting too close to seeing what Hashem looks like. Now, Rav Yosef Amarzeha over Avera Besetir. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef has a completely different explanation. He says this is uh, somebody who does an Avera in private. In private. That's not having Chas al Kavod Kono. And so like, you're not really, um, you're doing things privately, sort of assuming that Hashem can't see you. Kid Rav Yitzchak. This is an acquaintance of Rav Yitzchak's idea. The Amar Rav Yitzchak kolo over Avera Besetir kilo doche gragli shchina. It's that anybody who does an Avera in private, it's as if he is pushing back Against the feet of Hashem, Shenemar says, "Koamar Hashem b'Shamayim kisiv varsa domaglai." We've seen this passage before, right? Hashem said, "The heavens is my throne, and the land is my footstool." So the idea is that if you're doing averas uh, uh, um, in private, you're basically trying to say that Hashem's not here. Hashem can't see me. So it's like you're trying to like taking Hashem's feet, as it were, and pushing them out of this world, as if Hashem doesn't have control over this world as well. Kamar says, "Any is that so?" Here's a very famous line, very uh, uh, difficult. 
If a person sees that his Yetzirah, his uh, you know, inclination is going to overpower him, and he's going to have to sin, usually means you're in, the, in the sexual realm, but it could be anything really. He's going to a place where no one recognizes him. He should wear black clothes. And wrap himself in a black cloak. And do what his heart desires. As long as he won't uh, desecrate Hashem's name in public. So it sounds here that doing the Veyra in private, not great, but it's the best way to go about it. And to, uh, the, the alternative is then to, to the other version is saying, no, you're you're like removing Hashem from the world, and but you've never been created. That's pretty harsh. That doesn't sound at all, Rabbi Lai Hazakim. Mara says, Lokash is really no difficulty here. Why here? Here's the difference. One is a case where you're able to overpower your Yetzir Hara. So if you're able to overpower your Yetzir Hara, so doing this in, in private is terrible. If you're not able, in this case, you're not able to overpower your Yetzir Hara. So in that case, once you can't do it anymore, so you should go off to somewhere really private. Hard to really apply that halacha lemaisa, but it is an interesting uh, interesting idea, right? And minimally, if you're going to do an Avera, not to, not to uh, be uh, uh, cause a desecration of Hashem's name. Okay. Now, Dorosh Rabbi Yudah Barabi Nachmeni Meturgamani Dereish Lakish. Rabbi Yudah Barabi Nachmeni, the interpreter of Reish Lakish, said, Kolim Yistakel Begim Udvarim Enav Kehot. If you look at three things in the world, your eyes will become dim, like you become almost like blind to some extent. Bakeshet Ubenasir Vekoanim. This is also sort of like famous ideas. Again, again, looking at the rainbow, looking at the Nasi, okay, the Sanhedrin, and the, uh, and the Kohanim. And they're looking at the Kohanim, presumably when they're in Birka Kohanim. So don't look at the Kesha we said as the Pasuk said before, same Pasuk, that's like looking at the glory of Hashem. She's going to do that. Binasi, the Nasi, and again, it refers here really to Moshe Rabbeinu as the Nasi. That you will put from your glory on him, meaning there will be uh, the glory of Hashem with Moshe. So looking at the Nasi like face to face could be uh, very dangerous. And finally, Hamisakel Bakohanim, so this is really only at the time of the Beit Hamikdash when they would stand on the on the platform and uh, and and bless Ben Israel with Hashem's real name. So that time, presumably, the, the, the Rashi says like the. Uh, Hashem uh, was so the Shechina was between their fingers. So that's why we have a minhag, right? Not to uh, not to look at the Kohanim. Technically speaking, it's not really uh, an Isser, and they even cover up their hands anyways. But uh, this is where that idea uh, comes from. Okay, um, now. Another statement from him. Says, do not uh, believe in your friend. Um, sorry, I just lost my place. Uh, do not trust in the aloof, like the uh, the what do you call it? Um, how would you translate aloof? Uh, like the great one or something like that. Okay. So it says um, as follows. Um, one second. So what does it mean in this in this pasuk? If your yitzer hara would tell you to sin and Hashem will forgive you, al tamein, don't believe it. Don't believe your yitzer hara. As, as it says, al tamein bareya vein reya ela yitzer hara. The reya is yitzer hara. See the play in words, reya and ra. Shenemar says ki yitzer leiv hadam ra. 
Okay, so the person's inclination is bad, it's evil, wicked. Okay, so don't believe your Yitzhak and it says, oh, it's okay if you sin every once in a while, Hashem will forgive you. Like, that's not a good uh, attitude. It may be true, but it's not a good attitude for behavior. The aluf is Hashem. So it's a weird puzzle because it says, don't trust Hashem. That's a weird thing. Shnei Marja says, aluf ni'uri ata, you are like my aluf. So what does it mean? Shema tomar mi me'idbi. Less the person, when they're about to sin, they'll say, who's going to testify about me? Meaning I'm going to do this sin in private anyways. So... What difference does it make? The answer is Avne Beito Vakora Beito Shaladam Hemidimbo. It's also a kind of a famous line. That the uh, stones of one's house and the and the walls of a house, they will testify against you. Shnemar that says ki evan mikir tizak vechapayas me eitz yanena. That the um it says that the stone shall cry out of the wall and the beam out of the timber shall answer it. Meaning the idea is that like the walls of the house will <clears throat> will uh, testify against you. And Hashem obviously understands all those things. But Chachamim Omrim Nishma Toshel Adam Midabo. Chachamim say it's a person's soul will testify against him. Shnei Marta says Mishkavat Chaykacha Yeah Mishichvat Chaykacha Shamor Pitchei Picha From the like the uh, I'll give you a translation here. Uh, guard the doors of your mouth from she who lies in your bosom. What does that mean? What's the thing that like lies in your like your chest basically? We say that's a neshama. Okay, Rabbi Zrakam, our Rabbi Zrakam has a slightly different explanation. He says, no, it's Shnei Malachi Ashari Hamalavi Notohim Idimbo. It's the two Malachi Ashari who escort you around all the time. They're the ones who will testify against you. Shnei Malachi Malachavi Sabalach Lishmarchav Bechodrachecha. Right, the, 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 the angels will uh, like command in you and they will guard you everywhere you go. Um, or Yeshomrim, Evarav Shaladam Idimbo. It's your limbs will testify against you. Shnei Marva Tem Edai Numeshem Anikel. You are my witnesses. Hashem said that I'm the God. Meaning the point is that either way, they're not going to have uh, loyalty to you, and they're going to turn you into Hashem, and so you can't trust. So in the idea that Hashem is going to forgive you, you have to be aware of these things. Okay, let's just jump, jump to the next Mishnah uh, quickly, into a short Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows, Yosef ben Yosef Omer, Shalom Yismoch, Shalom And now we're in a very technical, technical machlok, and we'll see here that it's a machlok about doing smicha, leaning on an animal during Yom Tov. Meaning that we know you're allowed to sacrifice an animal on Yom Tov, but normally leaning on an animal is not permitted on Yom Tov. It's a, it's a, uh, right, it's an iser to make use of the of the animal, it's moksa, and therefore there's a machlok. We we'll see tanaim back when there's a lot, huge machlok. You see all the rabbis on both sides. Can you do the smicha for the korban uh, chagiga? For the korban chagiga, we're talking about. Okay, so it says like this. You do it. Uh, didn't really argue, but So left. came in and big surprise. These were pairs, right? These were a lot of the pairs that we know from Pirkei Avot. The first one was the Nasi, and the second one they mentioned is the Avbetin, the two you know, highest positions in the Sanhedrin, and they had a big machloket among them, whether you do smicha or no smicha for the Chagigas. We'll get to more discussion about that as we proceed.